0: Welcome to Hive Mind. I'm Meg. I'm here with Irene. Hey, Irene. Hi, Meg. We are talking about Top Chef episode 13, Shellfishly Delicious, <laughs> is the title. I would be so bad at making up titles for this. Well, so like are they. <laughs> so I think it's pretty good. Do you? I mean, kay. come on. All right. So they're in Cannon Beach, um, and they are woken up early by Padma and a slew of shellfish puns. <laughs> Uh, and she tells them that they are going clam digging with Brooke. Have you ever dug for clams? No. Have you? No, but it looked kind of fun. It did look kind of fun. They like, it was a lot more intense than I realized. It wasn't like you throw a net out and you'd get it. It's like you got to dig you for You have them. to look for the yeah. clams. Yeah, it looked I was hard. Like, what if you didn't find any? What would I do know. Um, Dawn said that she had no clam experience. And I will say they looked, they just looked so cute in their little black puffy jackets. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, love this. Mm-hmm. I loved to Shoda has them. done it before, right? Yeah. Shoda was saying yeah. that he's like, oh, I go clam, what is it called? Digging? Every season. Clamming. Yeah. I go clamming. Okay. Yeah. Every I didn't season. know if there was such a difference between clams either. Um, there's like a butter clam and a gaper clam. And then there was another kind of clam and they're all like different sizes. Yeah. I assume different taste and texture yeah and also when they i mean this is after but when they get them and they're like opening them up i have only known to like make clams like you put it in the broth or whatever and then it opens up as it cooks but they're like opening them up raw and like getting the stuff out yeah raw and i'm like oh my gosh that's That's a ton of work this was like a lot of manual work This, yeah between that and the crabs um okay so then they get back to the surf and sun uh hotel is that right here <laughs> this is this episode didn't make the hotel look super great no. like i've looked at staying at cannon beach before and i'm like i think i'll roll this one out it just looks like old and not very nice you know <laughs> yeah fair um gabe makes a sopa de mariscos which With poached caper and butter clams. Don makes a clam bisque with apple and pepper salad on top. And Shoda serves sake yuzu butter clams with pickled onions. We should say that as Shoda is working, he cuts his hand. That's right. On uh, like while he's trying to open the clams or scoop the clams out or something, he cuts his hand. I think between his thumb and his index finger. It looks very bad, and he's like, "Medic, medic!" While the medic is like wrapping his hand, he's like still trying to work with his other hand. Like, bro, like it's okay. It's just a quick fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gabe wins with his poached gaper and butter clams in broth. So they all look good. You know, I'm not a, a huge clam said, gal. They said Dawn's was like. The texture wasn't right because she like pureed some of it and like mm. yeah yeah i love that um i like clams but it's hard to know how to really like use them in a variety of things like i've never used clams like fresh clams but right. um there's a couple like korean um stews where you like put clams in and it really like adds a lot of flavor to the broth oh, okay like um, a nice briny flavor yeah it's just like there's yeah, there's a couple like seafood stews that like it just like adds a lot of umami, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I don't really know how to use clams very well. Like a clam chowder, yes. But I buy you buy them. I buy them canned, you know. You know, um, I made a ramen that had clam in it. And it was oh, pretty good. That sounds good. Yeah, it was good. Now that I'm thinking about it. But yeah, like I feel like like Japanese cuisine is the place for it, where you get a lot of that like seafood. Yeah, yeah. Flavor. Yeah. All right. And then they announced the elimination challenge. I didn't I don't know much about James Beard. I don't either. I just know that he's like they if you get a James Beard Award, then it means you're good. Yeah, it's it's kind of one of those things where I never really thought about the person behind the right. name James also Beard. Also surprised to know that he's from Portland. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah, I know, and it's cool. Um and so they uh in honor of James Beard, their elimination challenge is that they have to his favorite food apparently was Dungeness Crab. And so they are going to have to prepare a cold dish and a hot dish. Also, between this, they got a, uh, oh, wait, this is after. But they get to talk with Alice Waters. Who, oh, I know. like, is very highly reviewed. Yes. And she had wonderful things to say about James Beard. And I was like, wow. That was this cool. That was cool. This is a that cool was little cool. history lesson yeah. for me. Anyway, they go crabbing with Gregory. And they catch their Dungeness crabs. Do you like crab? Yeah, I love crab. Yeah, crab's good. It's a lot of work crab is really good we went to dinner in maryland and we got like crab you know enough to feed two people and i think it was like 300 dollars. you know <gasps> it's just like oh my god yeah that's insane. it's so expensive um but you get a good crab and you're like oh my gosh so good so good um so then they get to work they go to astoria co-op which i guess they don't have a uh whole foods in Cannon beach that little market looked so cute I though know, i know. loved I it know. i think Cannon beach is probably really great um so then they get to work and they first serve their cold dishes shoda serves dungeness crab nigiri with yuzu kosho aioli and pickled ginger Problem is, on the menu, said he was serving crab two ways. Yeah. He messed up his sushi rice. This was ballsy, I thought. Mm -hmm. He messed up his sushi rice. He added too much vinegar. It wasn't the flavor he wanted. And so he's like, I can't do the next roll because I won't be happy with that. So I'm just going to do this one, which is like wow i mean what do you do in that situation i think most people would just put it on the plate anyway. i don't know because they've criticized other people for serving things that they knew wasn't good you know they've said i like, know why'd you put it on the plate exactly like didn't you taste this before before it came out and then you're like yeah but what am i gonna do like it's you can't change anything at the last minute but this guy just being like nope yeah it was uh, it was as i said It was just ballsy for him to do that. It looked good. And it was like also in his favor that everyone else kind of had a little bit of a hiccup in each of their dishes Mm -hmm. too. So it was like, meh, it kind of all cancels each other out. Totally. Uh, Gabe served Dungeness crab and lobster, mushroom, crab stock, and avocado yogurt. The problem was that the stock was warm. Mm. So it wasn't It was supposed to be a cold dish. Yeah, he just ran out of time. Which, and I'm like, I don't know if I'd enjoy a cold stock with, I don't know, maybe. Um, Dawn served Dungeness crab salad with cashew soup and pickled oyster mushrooms. Yeah, they loved that cashew soup. Uh Uh-huh. They thought it was really good. And it sounds good, I think. It did. Did they have an issue with it? Just that the cashew was the star? Um, no, I think that, oh. Oh, the whimsical garnish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. She adds, like, these pickled things or whatever, additional things that she just doesn't need. I don't know. I uh, I would also do that, though. Like, to add some acid to that dish. I know. Yeah, but maybe, you know, maybe she really didn't need it. So, next, they're preparing their hot dishes, and Gabe has an issue because he has lined a plate with a napkin, like a cloth napkin, and it starts to melt and gets on one of the tortillas it's made. So his crab fat tortillas, he is one short. Um, such a bummer. Dawn has made these potatoes, but she... Yeah, this is the dish where she messes up. So, yeah. Classic Dawn, she runs out of time and leaves the potato off the plate. But they don't even see... Well, I guess maybe Tom mentions it, but most of them are, like, obsessed with that dish. And a lot of them are, like... One of them did say, I wish I had yeah, like yeah sop, sop up, up the sauce. Yeah, and they said her plate was messy. Padma's it like, was. did you mean to have <laughs> splatters all over? And it's like, what do you say? <laughs> You're like, yep. Um, Gabe served a mole coloradito, so crab and seafood stock with sunchokes and crab fat tortillas. Some people really liked the chokes and some people said they were too bitter. Have you had sunchokes? No, have you? No kind of interested to try it now yeah uh shoda served braised purple daikon with dungeness crab salad soy and sherry vinaigrette and persimmon they didn't love the persimmon um and don served a pacific crab boil dungeness crab in beer based beer based broth and if i'm gonna eat crab it's gonna be don's crab which was like crab like a lot of crab you know it wasn't like like, Shoda's, there was like a little crab, you know? Yeah, I don't know though, because I was having this conversation with Brandon of who whose dish would you order? And I actually would order Shoda's. It looked good, but I like crab enough that I would right. order Don's. Yeah. You know? yeah. Shoda wins. Shoda wins. And then it's like, oh no who is going to be on the finale. And Job it's Chef. a truly riveting judging. It session. I know. Like them talking about all the issues with all the dishes, but also how much they like all the dishes. Yes. And even like with Shota, it wasn't a perfect dish. So even to get for Sh- to have Shota win after that was like, he didn't, he like missed part of his dish. Like he, yeah. it's like the same as not putting a component on your plate or whatever, you know, like, so I do think that was hard. And then, so they come back and they're like, um, pack your knives. You're all going to be on the finale. And I cried. You did? Yes. Oh, I love the show for making us cry I, in, the, in, the, in the best the, ways. Who didn't stand the thought of I know. saying goodbye to Dawn <laughs> or Game. I know. I cried too. I cried wa- as I watched the next episode on. Yeah. Like, Like the intensity of the finale of Top Chef is like something TV rarely gives me yes it is they have worked so good so hard. oh my gosh and also i don't i do feel like i don't know i wondered if there are three because like nobody came in from last chance kitchen i wonder i know that they have done it like starting the episode so with three but then getting rid of somebody at the beginning of okay. the episode because that's and a then, lot of food to eat that's true because it's a five course yeah meal. it's like entire meal yeah um, and so I do think by the end of the episode, there will only be two. I mean, this is my theory. I don't know if I'm right or not, but I think w- typically when they've started with three, they get rid of somebody before the final, final. Yeah, I think they'll have to, right? I don't know. Oh, right, well, I can't wait to find out. Um. All right, well, we will be back and talk about whatever happens. But, Irene, what have you been eating or enjoying? Um. Today, I I just feel like, I have had a ton of family in town for the past couple of weeks, like both on my side and on Brandon's side. So we've been like running around like crazy, like, you know, late nights and cousins, like our kids, cousins and all these things. So I haven't been cooking that much, but I did go grocery shopping. And so I've had like a fridge full of food that I should be eating. So today I was noticing I had like two packages of like, um, cherry tomatoes Mm -hmm. and some of them were getting old and I'm like, I need to do something with these tomatoes. And I had seen a recipe from smitten kitchen of like a farro with tomatoes basically. And it was, and I made it today. It was so good. It was so good. Did you just have farro? Yeah. Wow. Do you use farro a lot? Um, on the reg, but I would say, you know, you know, maybe once a month. Okay. Um, but it was so good and Farrow, really easy. tomatoes, like what else? So farro, you put in farro, tomatoes, um, thinly sliced onions, garlic, salt, pepper, and then you just like let it boil all in that. Like a one pot thing. Yeah. Yum. Um, and then I wish I had had feta because i think feta would have been really good like Mm. on top at the end yeah but i did put parmesan on. it was great fresh basil on top it was so good and is like a great grain because it feels very meaty like it's very hearty yeah um so that was really good highly suggest that and then a couple nights ago for dinner i make this is just like on my in my repertoire like an easy meal at night um like a deconstructed um wonton type dish yum so i cook i I just saute my aromatics. so like ginger garlic sometimes onion cook some sausage in there then i add in a bag of like coleslaw mix yum and then as that's cooking down you put soy sauce on top and it's like really good and really easy and just serve amazing. it with rice yeah it's really good i love that what about you um, we went down to St. George last week and spent a few days down there and there is a little town outside of St. George called Veo that has one stoplight, one Ooh. gas station and a pie shop. Ooh. These pies are so good. I love pie. The coconut cream pie is my very favorite. They have a lemon sour cream pie that my oh. kids love. That sounds amazing. They have some berry pies that are really good. Every time we go down, we go to Veo and we get pies. That sounds so good. Um, and then, okay, I am kind of a Salt Lake jerk where I only enjoy the downtown hire's <laughs> and last night we went to the hires in Midvale, which is like the second location. Oh, I didn't even know there was one down there. And it was still good. So if <laughs> you find yourself in my situation and you're like, Where I I want Hires. Hires. I want Hires. I haven't like, been that, to Hires in a long time. Hires I need to is go just back. A, such a specific burger. I know. It's so good. It's so good. And I'm like not sure that other people like it. Like unless you grew up with Hires, I think. Well, I didn't grow up with Hires. Do you I like it? Good. Like, yeah. You, okay. Yeah. It's just like, I would would voluntarily go to Hire's. There's like half a head of lettuce on it, which like sounds weird, but it's (laughs) It's like like really good. And the buns are really floury. Yeah. And like potatoy. It's like a y bun. Yeah. It's like very. Yeah. And like the cheese is very American. So it's like extra creamy. Yeah. It's such a good burger. So if you're like in... the suburbs and you're like man i want hires i don't want to deal with hires <laughs> the midvale location is good. all right that's good to know i will say also last week we talked about doing a turnip recipe and i did look up turnip recipes did you find one i did find one i haven't made it yet but i do have the ingredients for it it's like a it's from i think it's from bon Appetit. it's a turnip kale gratin gratin, mm-hmm. gratin. is that in it <laughs> i don't have no idea how you say in, it in french it's gratin. I only know that because I speak French. Right. <laughs> and I, I know only you know that because supposed... I speak French. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm not trying to say that to be like, no. you know, to be annoying. Um, but I I get confused like I but I think in English you say gratin, right? Like a potato gratin. I don't know. Gratin, One time gratin. I made a lattice crust and I'd never heard anyone say it, and so I said latis. <laughs> So, <laughs> I don't ask me. Oh my gosh. I just um, assumed it would. Anyway, be fancy. it looks really good. It's got cream and cheese and kale and turnips and you put it in the oven. I haven't made it yet, but Okay, let's I both will make we'll make our dishes back. for next week. All right. Okay, and then you sent me some prompts today. <laughs> okay, yes, because okay, what is your favorite like summertime treat? Like when okay. you're really hot and you want like a cold treat so i just bought popsicle molds ooh, and poured grape juice in them okay and like
1: they're good <laughs> and something about
0: freezing the juice makes it less sweet like just okay. drinking a glass of grape juice i'm like yeah yeah but having grape juice as a popsicle it's like just it's refreshing without being like cloying okay so that's my current fave. I also really enjoy making ice cream, but I haven't done it yet this year. Oh, I went through an ice cream making phase, and it's so good. It's so good. It's, it's so a fun. lot of work. Like, because you have to make a custard. Yeah, you have to make a to custard. To make a really good homemade ice cream, I feel like it has to be Oh, a it has base. to be a yeah. based. Yeah. And um, then you have to plan like a full 24 hours ahead. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. And you have to remember to freeze the thing. Like, do you have yes. the, is it a KitchenAid or a Cuisinart or Cuisinart. something? And it's I like, just keep them in the freezer. For a while, I didn't have like enough freezer space, and then anyway, I'm going to mine you something is actually really in obnoxious. my freezer right now. Okay, we currently have three freezers. Oh, that's not obnoxious. That's so smart. I'm sorry, but I'm at the point in my life where I need <laughs> three freezers. So I just keep, you know, what, that's fine. Keep some in one I home. one of we have a f- like a fridge and freezer in our kitchen, and then we have a fridge and freezer in our garage, and that garage fridge and freezer was donated to us by our next door neighbors who are getting that was in their garage and they yeah. got a new one they yeah. donate it to us and i remember going to trader joe's for the first time after getting that and i was like my life has changed possibilities like, are endless <laughs> i can buy so many more things yeah yeah it's a game changer it's it was incredible okay i am obsessed with Malona bars have you had a Malona bar no what's that? oh my gosh, I need to bring these to you. So last year, for the first time I've seen them outside of an Asian store, they had them at Costco. They're like these creamy, they're kind of like, you know, those Mexican- um, With like the strawberries. Yeah, Yeah. or you can like get mango or like a ton of different flavors. It's like that, um, but they're from the Asian store. (laughs) So they're Korean, I think. Okay, Um, But they have a honeydew flavor. And Yum. it is so good. It's so creamy. It. Tr- I brought. We we went to um, a friend's house, and they're like, we we're like, what can we bring? It was just like a porch outside, and yeah. th- and it was hot. It was hot, right? So she's like, just bring popsicles or drinks. So we were down by the Chinese supermarket on Thirty Third. We I was like, we gotta bring Malonas. So we brought Malonas, and it was a huge hit. They're like, what are these? What is this? Honeydew flavored popsicles. What's happening? Everyone was obsessed. You got to try it. They're so good. Malona bars. Malona. Okay. I'm going to try it. Okay. I also thought of something else I tried last week that I'm obsessed with and I'm dying to recreate. We went to this place called First Watch, which is a breakfast place. And I had a, it was called like Watermelon Wake Up. It was watermelon and pineapple and lime and mint. Blended like, up, yeah, and no added sugar, and it was just so. That good. sounds amazing. It was so good, and I'm like dying to try and make it. Oh, I love those drinks that you can get like at the what's the festival downtown and by the library um, where all the different food stands are out. It yeah. just happened a couple weeks ago. I feel like there's one. Um, really anyway, you can get like the. I don't run I don't know where they're from. I don't know the origins of this drink, but it's like coconut and coconut milk and watermelon and it's all blended up mm. and lime. It's mm. really good. I don't know where it's from. I'm sorry. So good. Um okay, my other question, just because we're in barbecue season and like I was just thinking of like summertime food and stuff. Um t- what is your favorite thing to bring to a barbecue? Tortilla chips and pico de gallo. Ooh, like homemade? Yeah. That's smart. What about you? I really love like a corn on the cob, but corn off the cob. A fresh corn salad. Yeah. Yum. What else do you put in? So somebody, I think a friend gave me this recipe where it has like queso fresco, uh, fresca, fresco, queso, I I don't know. Um, it matches is it queso if it's queso it's fresco okay queso fresco and it has like fresh cilantro and lime and like avocado and maybe a red bell pepper maybe like a little bit of like a fresh jalapeno Yum! it's so good no beans Mm -mm. yum so good yeah A, a dip you know yeah it's easy even like a really good watermelon i feel like is necessary yeah and barbecues can be tough. You know, the meat, like, you've got to rely on your sides in case, yeah. like, the actual food doesn't come through. Mm. All right, well, finale next week. Are you ready for it? I don't know. Will I ever be ready? <laughs> can one be ready? Who do you think podcast? wins? Shoda. What about you? I think it's Shoda, too. And I wonder if I'm just thinking that because Shoda's the only person I follow on Instagram at this point, and he's... Been in pictures and like events and stuff with other Top Chef winners. Like okay. he was with Kelsey.
1: Um, mm, okay. Was it last
0: season or a couple seasons ago? Kentucky. Yeah. Um. In, a, in doing a thing together and I'm like, what does this mean? Does this mean something? But I do think sh- I I do think. Any of them could win, but I think Shoda, especially recently, he has been on his game. Like he's he has been really, making really good food. He's really nailed down what yeah. his style is. Uh, and he's kind of fun. Yes, he's. Kind of I funny. like I him like Shoda. as a person. Yeah, I'd be very. Happy I like all for him. of them to I be honest. Too. I mean, Don was my original pick. I think Don. From what I can tell, is an excellent chef. Um, and I would love to eat Don's food. Yeah, I think her food is the food I would love to eat the most. But I think that Shoda is the chefiest. He's like, yeah, the technique, the, the the ability for him, I think, to like in, to change his cuisine, to make it like top chefy cuisine is like he's very good at that. Yes, yes. Well, we will find out next week. Um, we hope you join us to talk about the finale. You can become a patron of this podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash HiveMindHQ. You can subscribe to our newsletter at hivemind.slipstack.com. Thank you so much for listening, rating, reviewing. We love you. Goodbye. Bye.